Welcome to Ocean Sisters in the United Arab Emirates, where we talk about all things scuba diving and our appreciation for the ocean. Elaine and I will be touching upon a few different subjects today. Firstly, Elaine's love for Zainab Bragg and the history behind it. Then we hear about my experience taking marine biologists from the University of Milan to a local dive site in Dubai for sponge samples. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to Ocean Sisters and leave us a review. Our podcast is available across all major platforms. Morning, Elaine. Good morning, Chloe. How are you? I am doing great. Yeah, it's been really busy. And I know um, you've moved into a new house, or should I say wreck? I I have... um... I'm laughing because you're not the only one that said that. I said probably about four or five of my divers that I dive with, they're like, Elaine, all we need is a hotel above it and you'll be there. And I'm like, yes, definitely. <laughs> so um, I've spent quite a lot of time recently diving Zainab and it's the first big wreck that I've, I call it a big wreck because it is, it's big. Um it's the first big wreck that I've kind of really got introduced to. And even after going to Egypt and diving Thistlegorm, um, I still love Zainab. It's unreal. There's something about this wreck that draws me to it. And every time I go, I always see something different. You know, it's like visibility is different. Um, the, the conditions are different. And it's, I just love it. I love it. So if anyone says, hey, we're coming to dive Zainab, I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> so, so let's. Uh, first discuss the history of Zainab because there's quite a bit to it. It's quite a bit of it. If I was to tell you that, um, first of all, she lays at about 30 metres, which is 30 metres. So she starts, so as you drop down, um, she starts at 15 metres and then you drop straight down to the bottom. So that goes to 30 metres. Um, she caused uh, a massive, massive issue in the Gulf. Um because she was carried, well, she carried oil, all right? And um, when it became a, rank, a wreck, when it, when it was sunk, um, they had to do a massive, massive cleanup. So that was devastational to- an environmental um, disaster. Exactly, exactly. But lucky enough, the UAE government did actually do quite a good job on it. Um, and when you do dive it, we, you can still see um, some oil in it. So a couple of the cargo bays, uh, they're, they're really, really big holds. So you go in um, and you're not to sit on the bottom. You're not to put anything down. You just just use your buoyancy. So you've got to be good at buoyancy um, so you don't kick up any soot. And also as well, you can't go up to the top of the cargo hold because of the oil. So the air bubbles that we're blowing out <laughs> would disturb the oil. Hmm. But if you just sit there nice and calmly and put your torch up, you can actually see the oil that was there. Um, it sunk. People are saying it sunk in April in um, 2001. Um, and she spilled an awful amount of oil. Um, like 50, uh, Someone said 500 metric tons of wow, um, oil. Exactly. So that would have been devastational to, to marine life. Well, there, there, there is actually marine life out there. There's so many barracudas and um, we dived there on Saturday, I think it was. Yeah, Saturday. And uh, one of the divers saw um, a nice ray. 
which is like weird. And I've had remoras there as well. And it's just, it's, mm. it's teeming with wildlife. And also as well, we... Loads of nudies, nudies as well. There's... Lots of nudies. All of a yeah. sudden, I don't know whether what's happening because when I was diving it this time last year, there was no nudies. And the marine life down there was very, very kind of basic, you know, the good, the barracudas are always going to be there, but um, it was very, very basic. And all of a sudden we, um, we started seeing nudies um, and this eel and this remora. I was like, something's changing here. So I don't know whether it's to do with water temperatures or the environment's changing yeah. um, or maybe the, the devastation of the, the spill has now, the ocean's repaired itself. Does that make sense? so um and we always do exactly exactly so it's actually i think it's attracting more marine life it's it's pretty good um you can't find zainab unless you know where it is so (laughs) we know that all too well don't we elaine (laughs) we have had one uh, failed dive as you'd call it you want to build on that story <laughs> well yeah there was a, a few of us we had the gps codes didn't we and yeah um we arrived to location and we weren't quite sure exactly where it was i think you mentioned that it was near to the boy another diver was like no it's not it's over here and basically we only had one tank each so it was basically like we have to just go down once and hope for the I best never, I will never and unfortunately we went 30 meters down into a sandpit and I think it was the first touch I've ever touched the sand there or the, the seabed and it is it's like it's like mud it's mm. um it's unreal and then also as well I found out that we've got the thermal climb down there as well so it starts off nice and cool and a nice cozy dive and then it gets like a hot bath it's unreal I think that was so um, that was um summer going into winter and then if you're going yeah. winter into summer then it's the opposite so you go go down yeah. it's freezing and then it's warm at the surface that kind of flips. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I just love diving this wreck because there's so much on it um and the fact that there's history behind it I mean some people say that it was carrying um, illegal oil and um, the the government kind of got wind of it. And instead of uh, being put in prison, the the crew decided to jump off the boat and, and sink it. So it's, there's, it's quite a few conflicting history mm. and story to it. However, it did cause a massive um, conservation issue, which they did sort out. So, um, yeah, yeah. and how um, far is it from so from Dubai it's it's about like so you leave minutes. so there's um so I'm currently diving with um dive ninjas dxb and with Zeke and we leave from the palm and it takes about 40 minutes depending on the conditions mm. <laughs> and it depends on the engines as well if one breaks down or not <laughs> because one dive I did not long ago and Zeke's probably laughing at me listening to this um it took us 40 minutes about 40 45 minutes to get out and then um it took us about two hours to get back (laughs) boat engines can be an absolute nightmare sometimes exactly but a lot (laughs) of people um 
they a lot of divers don't know about this wreck. And if they do, the first thing they say to you is, oh, I'm not diving this wreck because the visibility is really bad. But this is what I'm saying, but the, the marine life down there is changing and the visibility down there is changing. Um, I've done some dives on it where it's like, you've got to hold each other's hands because it's like, you just can't see anything. But recently, um, the viz has become absolutely amazing. And I've got some really, really good footage of it. And people are like, this is like, this is like a hidden treasure here, you know? So people need to kind of start kind of taking a chance and start like, yes, let's get, let's go diving on it because mm. the viz is, is absolutely amazing, you know? Mm. Um, and it's, it's a two tank dive. So what I normally say when I'm leading the dives down there is depending on where the line is, we'll either go right or we'll go left. And normally if we go right, because the way that she sat on her side, um, we normally go up to the front of the boat and then round, round kind of like the back and then over the top. So we're doing our, our kind of starting to ascend by going over. And there's like, it's all bits and bobs out there. It's unreal. And then the second dive. Is it easy entries if you want to go in inside the wreck and penetrate? Um, the, the UAE government, unfortunately, says that unless you have got your paddy uh, wreck penetration course, yeah. you're not allowed to go inside it. And I totally agree because there's some very, very tight spots. One of my, well, one of the divers that I dive with, he dives side mount and um, he penetrated because he's got his penetration course and it's very tight. So mm. on a, a single tank, it's, it's a bit iffy, you know? Mm. So this is why they say, please, if you're going in, make sure you've got your penetration course so you know what you're doing. You can go into the big cargo holds. There's like four of them. But again, we recommend that, you know, you do go in with an instructor if you are going in. Um, mm. I always also, as someone that knows the wreck like very exactly. well. Like yourself. I personally, exactly, <laughs> I, I personally, I know this wreck like the back of my hand, but I've like, there's still more I need to learn, but I don't take, I physically don't take anyone in to the cargo holds. I say to them, you go in and I'm outside watching them come out to make mm -hmm. sure they're safe. And then of course my number check and then we continue the dive. But at the back of the boat, it's um, at the, at the prop is beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, it's like a playground. It's, and there's also a lifeboat upside down as well. And um, it's also a Jeep on there. And people are like, where do you see the Jeep? I said, dude, look. And there's, I, I show them the photos and all the videos. And they're like, oh my God, we missed that. So it's like that coming back again and, and have it re-exploring. But mm -hmm. again, um, wreck penetration, unless you're certified, is a strict no-no. Yeah, definitely. No, <laughs> so, it can, it's, um, yeah, it's not like it's an intact wreck. And it's well, not. any and wreck, you should, you should have your wreck penetration. Yeah. More but if, if people or listeners are actually looking at doing their wreck penetration course this is probably a good wreck to actually do it on um because yeah. you've not only just got the wreck you've got the conditions as well yeah because that those conditions are terrible <laughs> um <laughs> we've been I swapped away i would definitely away. also recommend making sure your buoyancy like I, I think you briefly touched upon it but if you're if you yeah. are thinking of doing wreck penetrate infiltration um definitely make sure your buoyancy is top notch before you then do yeah, the to be wreck. i mean the, the rule of the thumb is it's a down the line and back up the line dive but there's sometimes when um you know and it's like a wherever you are at 100 bar the the um the guide needs to know 
because we need to start making a turnaround or we need to start heading back in the line. And it might be a case of that we hang around the bottom of the line and have a play around um, and explore and, and take pictures and stuff. But it's, it's a very strict dive. Um, when you come up to the 15 meters, so there is a, if you are not on the line and you've got to ascend, then um, <laughs> you are going to get swept away the, by the current. Uh, mm. It's it's a hidden current. I mean, both me and you have done this. We've we <clears throat> we didn't find the line. <clears throat> Excuse me, <clears throat> we didn't find the line, and we end up doing an SMB um, ascent, didn't we? Mm. And then we were like, oh 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 oh, and then we kind of had to backpedal to the boat because the boat was not going to come and get us. And then the second dive down the line, up the line, which was good, you know. Um, but it, it's it's a way of testing a diver's skills. I will be very honest with you. So it's a hidden gem as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> That's and, a lovely dive. There's loads of snappers, <laughs> barracuda, nudies. Yep. Yeah, as you said. And I'm just, I'm just um, waiting for them to actually put like a floating hotel there and then I can move in. I mean, I do feel like you're always there. I'm like, where's Elaine? No, she's insane now. <laughs> but I don't. Let's just make, let's just make it clear. I don't always dive Zainab. Sometimes um, we'll dive SMB. Sheikh yeah. Mohammed. Uh, and how far bar. away is that from Zainab? <clears throat> um, it's it's closer uh, to Dubai. It's probably about twenty five minutes. And that wreck was actually it was not a wreck, but it's well the the, the boat was actually sunk um, to increase marine life. And that's exactly what it has done. There is so many nudies there. There's, I've seen a turtle there. Um, barracuda are just huge there. You know, um, it's unreal. It's it's literally like it's marine life heaven. Um, yeah. And there's a lot to explore on um, SMB as well. So yeah, so it's pretty good. I love it. I love it. And I mean, again, the visibility. I, I dive Zainab. I'm not Zainab, I dived SMB on Sunday. So I did Zainab Saturday, SMB Sunday, and the visibility. So SMB, was... by the way, is it stands for Sheikh Mohammed's barge. Barge, yeah. Yeah. So I dived, the visibility was awful. When was um, it stopped? Actually... No. I don't know. I don't know, but I think it's quite recent because yeah. of the when you look at it, it's the the coral or the the barnacles on it are, are like they're not what I would call set as such. Yeah. Um, but the dive that we did on Sunday, we actually did a line dive. Oh, so, wow. because it was that visibility was so bad. Um, so we actually tied a, a reel to the anchor and then we <laughs> kind of just dived around. But it was actually really good because it, it heightens your, your senses and yeah. it makes you think about your diving skills even more. So yeah. it was a torch job on Sunday. And then one of the one of the guys that I dive with, um, his O-ring, his side mount, one of his O-rings uh, decided to go pop. Um, so doing side mount, it was like, oh, <laughs> and it's just, and one of the guys got it on camera as well. And it was just epic, you know, and it's like the drills, the shutdown drills for side mount was unbelievable. So yeah. So, oh, I, so I just I did, did a quick, quick Google search on Shape. Mohammed Barge and okay. it was sunk <laughs> on the 20th of July 1984 apparently 
And yeah. he's saying it's, it's not been down there born. that long. Before he was born. Yeah, you're a puppy, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I just know that it was sunk for a reason, and that was to help increase the marine life. Yeah, um, and that, no, you're it right. It was exactly. it was purposely sunk, um, and yeah, I mean, I it's, it's, it's one it's thing I can imagine. Like you probably will go and go to see. Yeah, um, it's it's it, there's there's so much different. It's different. It's not just a wreck, by the way. There's like yeah. a crane down there, and there's all different kind of obstacles down there. So it's about. I think it's it's a good rack to actually kind of get you used to um, being aware of your surroundings rather than just going around the yeah. outside of a wreck, as mm -hmm. in like, oh, you have to look, otherwise you're going to headbutt things, yeah. you know, um, and it's really, really interesting. Uh, I've seen gropers down there as well, really, really big ones. Really? Yeah, so um, it's um, interesting. But I think it's a good way of, of getting diving into Dubai and there's these wrecks and they are finding more as time goes on. So you have to I mean, there are quite a few different wrecks around. So there's the Mariam Express, there's the Anchor Barge, Car Barge, yeah. Lock Tune 6. And there's, a, there's a, um, an upside Star. down wreck. Yeah, Sorry? there's an upside down one just outside the Palm. It's literally... Yeah. It's 15 meters deep and it's upside down. So you can go under and through it. Um, it's quite good. And one of our divers lost his chicken on it. <laughs> oh, yes, it did. <laughs> I don't know why he decided. So one of our divers decided to bring a chicken down with them. Not a we, not natural chicken, but a no, toy chicken. It was a, a squeaky yellow. I think it was a yellow or a pink chicken. I think it was a pink chicken. <laughs> And what we did before we actually died with it, we actually gave it a, um, I can't remember the medical word of it, but we took its esophagus out. There you go, esophagus. Mm. So it couldn't squeak. That's great. And then I was like, why are you taking a chicken? But then he lost it. So if anyone finds it's a pink chicken, and see, it's, it's, it's Gonzalez. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, there are so many interesting wrecks here in, in Dubai um, that are yeah. like, around 30 to 50 minutes away on by by boat yeah. um it's the visibility is mm. the only thing that probably um letting Dubai yeah. down just slightly but in terms of the marine diversity there is so much to see um yeah a lot of macro um these, you know, we, we were blessed I, I dived with um, a lady called Dorota um, and she sent me some of her videos through afterwards and we actually have a nudie like dancing um, open in, in the open water and I was like oh, you are so lucky and it's beautiful and I gave it I think I gave the I said to Dorota please contact Nick because um, our resident photographer I was like, please give it to Nick because he can edit this. And I, footage is beautiful. It's unbelievable, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, so you never know what you're going to find. But the visibility is changing for some strange reason. Um, well, I I don't, I, it might be the time of the year, but, I <laughs> but yeah, I mean, <laughs> you get good I days, you get bad days. <laughs> I actually... Do you know what I'm going to do? Because I dive it so much, I think I'm actually going to start doing a survey on it. 
um yeah and start doing i mean it would be really survey. interesting to to do yeah. on, on that so um, so Chloe, you know what I've been up to? I've I've resided, I've got a new Ijari on Zainab. Um, yes. <laughs> what have you been up to? Um, so I've had quite an interesting week actually. So I um I got an email from an Italian um called Davide, who's a marine biologist, and he emailed me and was like Chloe, I would like to dive in Dubai. Um, he's from the University of Milan and he's partnering with the University of Dubai and they are doing coral research in, in specifically Dubai. So not Fajerah, not Abu Dhabi. Just only Dubai. Specifically in Dubai. Yeah. Um, so, I mean... This was a really interesting um, project. So I was like, okay, let me see what mm. I can do. And I took the, well, I basically, I had a Zoom meeting with them. I told them where the hard coral was, um, where the sponges are. And they came back to me and was like, okay, Chloe, we really want to do the sponges. So the sponges, sponge coral, is basically under a bridge. So the bridge that um, is going to Bulgari Hotel, just under there, there is loads and loads of beautiful red, orange, yellow sponges. Absolutely stunning. Amazing. Each of the pillars have like all these sponges. So I took four of the divers there and they took lots of samples and um I showed them the seahorses there as well and Yay! <laughs> and I think they horses. were really just impressed again with the the marine diversity were the seahorses on testosterone they were they were like mini the mini mini ones <laughs> not, mini the ones. not like Fajera testosterone ones not, yeah not okay um but interestingly what they pointed out was um, there is a hotel nearby, and um, now this sounds a bit disgusting, but the treated sewage is flowing out of the rocks. So it's not like it's, um, oh. I mean, it looks clean, obviously, but what they were saying and what the what they think is that the sponge is growing because they are loving the nutrients from the sewage that is coming out <laughs> this area crazy yeah and also um the fact that it's quite dark under there so sponge is quite different to coral where coral needs photosynthesis um and light coming in for it to grow sponge is quite the opposite so it, it likes that kind of those dark areas and also um possibly and they're going to obviously take these samples back to Italy and do um, some investigation but they can tell from the sponge whether um, they are absorbing these nutrients from from this does the, uh, does water. the water temperature make any difference to these sponges like under the bridge is it cooler is it I warmer? mean they are it's still like 32 degrees so it's very warm compared to most countries yeah. and this is another reason why um marine scientists specifically are looking into Dubai because 
they are very um, temperature resistant. So obviously in Dubai, we get very cold water. So about like 20 degrees, which is cold for us, obviously not cold <laughs> for other people, but um... <laughs> it's cold for the corals and the sponges. <laughs> it's, it's nice for, yeah, too cold for the corals. Um, but then we also get ridiculously high temperatures ranging in like 34 degrees, like even maybe more yeah on some days so the the range of temperature um is incredible especially for these corals because they seem to be well some some of them are very very resilient to these temperature changes so a lot of the marine biologists are looking into this and understanding like why this is can we use this information to help areas like australia or southeast asia where they're seeing a lot of coral bleaching due to temperature rising yeah. um so it, it's really interesting and they will be um keeping in touch with me to find out awesome. what um the results are so i can't wait to i think i think the results need to be published and we can talk about it when you do get the yeah def definitely i'm interested it's, it's like dubai sponges <laughs> coral <laughs> also another thing that they they mentioned is that most um, most countries, they have a law where the sewage needs to be at least a kilometre out into sea. Um, but right. obviously, this was about 200 metres away. So that, they made quite an interesting point there. And I don't know if... Um, It'd be interesting to see yeah. what they come back with and see whether it's actually helping um, and what is actually in that water. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's a, if you ever, I mean, if you ever fancy a shore dive, it's definitely, I know, again, the visibility I know is not like the Maldives or anything like that, but there are some really, it is beautiful, um, beautiful sponges. You do get to see seahorses. Um, and actually the other day there was an eagle ray as well. Um, no way. So, yeah, I mean, obviously that was probably, you know, not it's not going to happen every time, but um, yeah. we were quite lucky on, on that dive. Um, wow. So, yeah, so there are definitely, like, um, some cute things. There's also nudies there as well. So um, yeah. if you're ever thinking, oh, I just really want to get into the water, I don't care where I am, it's definitely a cool place to go under the bridge. We'll I call it under the bridge I love we'll it, it. We're, not under the any, bridge, the we're, not, we're not giving any locations out today Zainab's 45 minutes that way and under the bridge <laughs> and under the bridge right on our doorstep so it's in Jumeirah so it's only <laughs> don't tell everyone <laughs> I've got um, some news yes. yes go for I've it I've got some news so and I'm I'm really shocked and I'm really scared um tomorrow morning Oh my God, I don't know why I'm doing this. Um, I start my side mount tech course. Oh my gosh, amazing. Um, How do you after feel? Diving with, I, I'm nervous. As we're diving with Nick in Egypt and the fact that having two tanks of air takes away any anxiety of depletion of air, I was like, do you know what? I need to do it. And then plus it looks bloody cool so <laughs> it does look cool people in pictures do look cool how's the e-learning going have you finished the e-learning um, e has just started and it's like oh, oh so I've got quite a bit to do um later on um so I'm just gonna are you doing it SSI or Paddy 
I'm going to do it with Paddy. Um, Zeke yeah. is qualified for SSI and Paddy, but I decided to keep all the um, my certifications under Paddy, like my deep spec that I did in Egypt. So yeah, but I'll, I will keep everyone updated how it's going because it's again, it's yeah, it's new. a journey. It's definitely and then, different. I know, um, and then I think you're making me a DSD leader, aren't you? I think yes. And then my IDC starts you in a May. DSD leader. And a dive against debris leader as well. I know, exactly. Oh my gosh, I need <laughs> more time. <laughs> Chloe, I, it's, do you know what? It's been lovely catching up with you again. And this coral yeah. reef, I want to know more. And I'm sure our listeners do as well. Because it's yeah. about the environment and it's about the conservation here. And how the ocean can repair itself. Oh, 100%. If, given the chance. And mm. we just need to stop polluting our, our beautiful oceans. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's it. Just be careful with your carbon emissions. Um, share journey rides with people. Um, Stop using single plastic. You know, even if you if you you know if you own a business, think to yourself: Do I need to fly to X Y Z, or can I do the meeting over Zoom? Just these small exactly. little things really do help. Um, and yeah. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Cool. All right. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Ocean Sisters podcast with your co-hosts, Chloe Griffin and Elaine Fogger. If you made it to the end of this episode, Chloe Blue Diving Club would like to offer 10% off the Paddy Wreck Speciality course so you can learn how to safely penetrate a wreck. Just mention this episode whilst booking. Next week, we're excited to be interviewing Paddy's Corporate Social Responsibility Specialist, Emma Duffin. Emma is responsible for looking more broadly at the Paddy pillars of change, ocean conservation, industry sustainability, people and humanity. If you'd like to hear about specific topics or have a suggestion for a guest speaker, please follow us on Instagram, Ocean Sisters UAE, and send us a DM. That's all for this episode. See you next time.